All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. This is stoppage time with footwork highlighting some of the best moments from episodes. And this week we're joined by Nico Gayton, a professional soccer player in Argentina's second tier. He's back in the country applying his trade over 10 years since he first embarked on his journey to be a professional soccer player, leaving his home at the age of 15 in search of an opportunity and a dream that needed to be attacked. Listen to the full episode just below this one and find more at footwork.club, the official site of all things footwork. I obviously started out uh, in the U.S. Uh, in the academy at Albertson Academy in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, was on the U.S. Youth National Team. Um, from there, I went to Argentino Juniors in Argentina, first division club, but uh, the youth system. Uh, from there, Ophi Crete in Greece, first division. Um, from there... Two different teams in Spain, Alcala and San Roque Lepe in third division. And then um, I had signed in first division Montenegro, but I had left uh, before the season started. Um, and then uh, in the Nisa League for Valley United. And now I'm here in, in Michel Almine, it's called, in second division Argentina. You had to kind of adjust to how the training is in Argentina. What is so different about it than where you've been? So there's, it's the mentality, I think, of the players in South America, for sure, than maybe the players in the U.S., where I was coming from, uh, because the mentality here is, you know, the players need this to live. You know, they need this to feed their families. Not everybody in this country or in South America in general is grateful. Not, I wouldn't say grateful, but they're not uh, as, they're not as, I can't find the word, lucky to maybe mm. have the things that we have back in the States. So training every day, I mean, there's not one player that doesn't train like he's playing his last game of his career. So obviously you have to match that intensity because if you don't, then you'll be left behind real quick. So um, especially being new, being out from out of the country, um, your teammates knowing that, everybody knowing that around the club, uh, around the city, you kind of have to, if they give 100, you kind of have to give 150. So Mm. um, obviously getting used to that because I haven't had that in a while. Um, getting used to that is, you know, not taking a toll on me, but, you know, it's, it's something you have to get used to. So uh, every day I think I'm, you know, getting more used to it, but it's been a while since since I've experienced or lived this type of situation that I'm in right now. One of the major differences between, I think, a path like yours and many that we've had on this podcast is the the timing of it all. You left home the home country you know that you were born in at the age of 15 to go play in Argentina. Now you mentioned you that your family's from there and everything, but 
it's still picking up and moving to a new place. So, I mean, what was that feeling like? Was it, was it a mixture of, of nerves and dream chasing? How, how do you feel in those shoes from back then? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely tough. I mean, 15 years old, but then again, it was my decision. Uh, it's what I wanted. And my, you know, thank God that I had the support of my, my family, which obviously helps a lot. Um, but at the end of the day, it was my decision. And um, so I, even if I wanted to go back on it, I couldn't because I had already made that decision. And, and that's what I wanted. And it was, it was tough. It was tough because as a 15 year old, you know, in high school and you're missing out on a lot of things and, you know, but, but at the end of the day, it was, it was for a reason. Mm -hmm. So obviously I had that goal that that's, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted to do. And I thought that was the best way to achieve it. So, so I knew I, no matter what I had to, I had to be strong and I had to stick it out and I had to go through with it. What, what were some of the biggest lessons you took away from him or that he taught you? Well, I'll, I'll never forget. Um, we were doing some, we were doing a drill. We would do it a lot. It was like 11 V zero. So playing out of the bag, it was in preseason and um, like different ways of how we were going to play out of the back and all that stuff. So, um, there was two defensive midfield. There was me and there was an older guy who was the captain, uh, a Greek guy. And um, he was in his 30s. So he was, he was fairly older than me. I was only 18, 19. And um, Gattuso wouldn't really get after those guys as much, you know. Uh, he would kind of go through the motions. And so we were doing this drill where the defensive midfielders had to come back and get the ball from the center backs and then play out. And um, so I would just do what the captain did in front of me. And uh, I remember he stopped training and he went off on me, just went off on me uh, because of my positioning when I went to go receive the ball. I was receiving the ball facing my own goal instead of turning my body. So training finished and we went upstairs to the locker room and he came into the locker room and he called me into his office and I sat down and I'll never forget all the coaching staff was there and he was sitting there and he said um he said I'm going to tell you a story he said when Ancelotti first got to Milan I was young I was like you and I was you know I was I had a lot to learn he said, and what I did to you today, Ancelotti did to me every day for a year straight. And he said, it wasn't because he hated me or, but because he wanted me to get better. And that's what I'm trying to do to you. I'm trying to show you these little, or teach you these things to help you get better. And so when he said that to me, I mean, he didn't have to call me into the office, his office and tell me this, or when he said that to me, I kind of, you know, put my head down and was like, wow. You know, he's over here talking about when he was at Milan with Ancelotti and, you know, I'm sitting in front of him and he's saying that he's trying to do the same thing with me. It it kind of, it gets to you. It gets mm. to you for sure. So it got to me. And every time, you know, I heard my name being yelled, I, instead of putting my head down, I was happy. Uh, <laughs> 
because <laughs> I knew, you know, I knew, you know, and it was it was something that I'll never forget. And that's something that I definitely I tell a lot to a lot of people mm. and something that's that'll stick with me forever. And we like to talk about here about having a direction and not an endpoint, not a specific point where you get to it and you say, oh, I made it, I'm done. Now, where are you now and what direction do you want to go? I mean, I think I'm obviously I'm where I want to be now in life. I mean, 27 years old, like I said, um, the league that I play in or the team that I'm on, the league that, that we're in is is really, really competitive, really, really tough. Um, um, where I want to go, I just, I want to be able to play as, as long as I possibly can. Um, because I don't, I can't even think about uh, the day that I, that I turn around and say, I can't do this anymore. So um, for me, it's just that, it's just being able to take care of myself, uh, being able to stay away from maybe injuries and being able to to make my career last as long as possible. Mm. That's gratefulness right there for all yeah. of the kids out there. That's gratefulness and where he is and gratefulness for what he gets to do every day. Love that, man. We're gonna we're gonna hop into the fast feet round now. So some some more quick fire questions to 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 wrap up. We'll start with favorite player growing up. Rekel me. That's a fucking fire answer. Love that. Favorite moment in football? Favorite moment? Probably signing your first professional contract. Mm. Most difficult moment? All the times I've had to be away from my family and miss, you know, important things. Yeah. Sacrifices. Best advice you ever received? Um, treat treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah, especially in this game, like you said, just kind of helps you get into the teams, helps you adapt. Yeah. 100%. Favorite place you've lived so far? Probably Sevilla, Spain. Ooh. What about it? Oh, it was just, it's just a beautiful, Spain's a beautiful country and Sevilla is just unbelievable. It's so nice, the people, the weather, just, just everything about it was, you know, five years. So it was a long time living there for me. So it was, it was great. Best player you've ever played against? Probably Seco Fofana, under Mm -hmm. 16 national team, U.S. against France. Now he plays in in the French league. I don't know for who, but he was went to play at Man City. Yeah, he was. <laughs> what about best player you ever played with? I got there's a I got two. One was well, they both played with me in Greece. One was a uh, Matias Veron, Argentinian guy. He's a defensive midfielder, but he's retired now. And the other one is probably Michael Hoyos. He's American, Argentinian. Now he plays for, um, I think it's Liga de Quito in, in Ecuador. Brilliant. If you weren't a footballer, what would you be? 
probably coach. Nice. So, so, yeah. so that's that's where the career is headed afterwards. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see, we'll I, I don't we'll even. See. Yeah, I don't even. Can't think, think that about far. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I feel you. Do you have uh, any favorite books? No, I mean I've read you know mostly soccer books, football books like uh, Mourinho's biography. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maradona's biography is probably the my favorite one. I'd say Maradona's biography. Wow. Yeah. Any quote or mantra that you live by? God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. What a place to end it. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. We love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos those are great but more importantly amazing content for any dream chasers out there plug plug pass tell your friends your enemies your mother your brother your sister your pastor it doesn't matter who tell the mailman your dog anybody that can listen like subscribe review because all of that helps while you're there we'll take whatever we can get to join the club join the club he messed me up i mean he can just he can just mash it together so it's fine (laughs) 